0: in the name of one God who creates, redeems, and sustains us. Are you feeling hungry today? I hope so, because there is a huge meal being served in the sixth chapter of Mark. Yes, I'm talking about another Markan sandwich. In case you missed it, Two weeks ago, Reverend Stephen introduced the term intercalation, a literary device where the author starts with one story, inserts another story in between, and then returns to the original story. Reverend Rachel then, last week, pointed out that the beheading of John the Baptist, where she said, nothing says Sunday like a good beheading, That is also a part of a sandwich. But those two sandwiches are nothing in comparison to today's because this gospel reading is a double-decker. It's like what you might get at Ocean Diner. (laughs) To wrap our lips around this sandwich, we have to go back to verse 7 in chapter 6. Now, I won't make you look that up, (laughs) like other people do. This is the pericope. Yes, a pericope, which is a set of verses that form a a cohesive unit. This is the pericope where Jesus sends the disciples out two by two, where they take nothing except a staff, where they cast out demons and anointed with oil, many who were sick and cured them. Then all of a sudden, there is the long story of the beheading. Now our gospel today starts right after this gory story, just as the disciples return from their demon-destroying journeys. This is the bottom piece of bread. Jesus's mission is expanding very rapidly. The disciples are exhausted yet excited to tell Jesus everything they had done and taught. Jesus was worn out too, as so many were coming to him for healing, and he didn't even have time to eat. There is so much need, the group can't even get away for a quiet respite without a huge crowd anticipating their every move running ahead of them to cut them off at the pass. Now, instead of telling everyone to go away and give them space, Jesus has compassion for each and every one of them. He knows their vulnerability and their brokenness. There is so much Jesus wants to teach, so many wounds upon the soul that need healing. This is where the sandwich starts being built. Jesus himself piles on the first layer by feeding the 5,000. He inserts another piece of revitalizing bread by sending his disciples ahead and going off by himself to a mountaintop to pray. Then he piles on a second layer when he terrifies his disciples by walking on water. Now, Jesus tops the double-decker off with another big slice of life-sustaining bread when they cross back over the sea and moor the boat. Like the first story, people are again pursuing Jesus. A mother is crying out for Jesus to heal her baby. A son screams for Jesus' attention to his failing father. Everywhere are mats, laid out with the sick and dying. The earth itself groans under the weight of human greed. The crowd pushes and shoves just to touch the fringe of Jesus's cloak. It would be completely understandable if Jesus and the disciples experienced compassion fatigue, physical and mental exhaustion experienced by those steeped in care for the traumatized, those who work tirelessly for justice in this world. It would also be completely understandable if we, Jesus' disciples, really don't want to be identified with those suffering, desperate people, those desperate people seeking healing Who might we be in the bread of the sandwich? Perhaps we are teetering on the edge of compassion fatigue, quite possible as COVID time keeps persisting. A couple of nights ago, I was talking with my niece who runs the Boys and Girls Club of the North Valley, including Chico and Paradise and Magalia. Again, the community is facing a fire the Dixie Fire that started very close to the Paradise Campfire. They are on edge. They are preparing to evacuate families and staff if necessary. They are sharing their past experience and best practices with other agencies. Most importantly, they are acutely aware of communal post-traumatic stress and how it is manifesting. They are on guard for signs of compassion fatigue in each other. They encourage each other to take time away to practice self-care. Maybe it's our time to act on Jesus's teaching. Come away to a deserted place all by yourselves and rest a while. Take time away to a mountaintop to pray Keep the Sabbath, because it was made for humankind. Take, eat, share in the bread of life. Attend to your soul. Or maybe it is a time to become curious and open about where we are being called to touch Jesus' cloak. Those hidden places that keep us from being fully alive, fully ourselves fully whole. Those places where we need spiritual, emotional, or physical healing. Even those painful, dark places we would rather ignore and pretend don't exist. The poet Rumi puts it this way. Don't turn away. Keep your gaze on the bandaged place. That's where the light enters you attend to your soul. Who might we be in the bread of this sandwich? I suspect this is one of those both and questions. Yes, we need retreat and renewal. And yes, we need to be vulnerable and brave enough to reach out and touch the fringe of Jesus's cloak, to recognize our own suffering and we need to insert another layer. As the people of God, can we honor Jesus' first call for simplicity, to take nothing for our journey except a staff? These are all spiritual disciplines that care for the soul and are essential to our individual and communal well being. As the people of God, we need to ask ourselves if we are stopping to be quiet and present to the moment. Are we opening ourselves to wonder and curiosity? Are we making time to think and ponder, to pray and meditate, to rest, to feast on a double-decker sandwich and be filled, to attend to our soul. Amen.